How's it going, everyone? So we're talking with a uh, an awesome nonprofit group today that that works in part with Arizona State Parks funding from grants. Because I mean, I think I don't know if a lot of people know about the grants that are available from state parks, but we're going to probably dive into that a little bit on this call today. And um, they can listen to the OHV episode, a couple of episodes with Matt Everhart. Oh, yeah. He talked about it. Yeah, yeah, we really did. We kind of went into detail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but this group has removed, and these are some huge numbers. They've removed over 1 million pounds of trash from outdoor recreation and wilderness areas across Arizona. Holy um, cleanup, Batman. <laughs> I know. It's huge. And they're responsible for the removal of 36,249 square feet of graffiti removed from rocks and boulders across the state. Awesome. And they've also, oh, they've removed 932 tires and recycled them. And something I think is really cool is they planted 10,104 trees in the Cactus Fire burn area of the, the Lower Salt River. Oh, wow. That's Huge awesome. Huge numbers. This yeah, is crazy. Yeah, definitely. So let's get right into it and talk to Nicole Corey of Natural Restoration. Hi, Nicole. How are you doing today? Hi, Randy and Neil. I'm great. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, we're more than happy to have you on. So can you tell us a little bit more about um, what Natural Restorations is and the kind of work you guys do? Sure. So Natural Restorations, we're an Arizona-based nonprofit. My husband and I live in the Valley, and so we started, we're both very outdoor-oriented people. We both grew up in families that took us camping, hiking, fishing, all the great outdoor activities. And we started to notice on our outdoor adventures that we were seeing more and more trash everywhere we were going, and we were starting to get really upset about it, started looking for some cleanups to attend and do something about it, and we found the the uh, Four Peaks Annual Cleanup and the Hewitt Station Annual Cleanup. And we went and attended those, met the people, the amazing people that run those cleanups. And we thought, you know, this is really great, but what about the other 364 days out of the year and all the other parts of our beautiful state that aren't being targeted for cleanups? And so we started looking at putting together an organization. And around that time, it was about 2008, my husband, Justin, his best friend from high school came back from serving several tours over in the Middle East with the U.S. Army, and he was really struggling with uh, post-traumatic stress disorder and traumatic brain injury. And so uh, coming back from being over in the Middle East back to the Phoenix Valley, his dad asked, Justin, if he'd take him out camping, because we all know just the, the therapeutic benefits of being out in nature and taking some time to get out of the city and detox in nature. And so Justin and Derek went out into um, the uh, Arizona State Trust Land to do some camping, and they started talking about what they wanted to do in life. And Derek talked nothing more of going back into the war and getting back over into the military and doing things with that. And Justin started talking about wanting to pick up trash. And uh, Derek kind of laughed at him and was like, oh, you want to be a garbage man? Okay, I'm going to go back and <laughs> 
do my thing in the military. And a storm came in that night with rain and wind and blew some trash into their camp area. And so in the morning, they started picking it up. And about 15, 20 minutes into it, Derek looked over at Justin and said, is this what you're talking about doing? And Justin said, yes. And Derek said, I'm in. I want to be a part of it. I have stopped thinking about all the things that torment me and keep me in a state of stress thinking about, oh, there's a piece of trash, there's a piece of trash, there's a piece of trash. And I just made a difference on a state that I love. And Justin came home that day and it was kind of our light bulb moment of this is what we need to do. Not only do we need to help pick up the trash or remove graffiti from our beautiful state, but we have an opportunity to give back to veterans and provide a community for them um, and get them out into nature where it can be so peaceful and, and therapeutic. And so that kind of is how we got started with natural restorations as far as what our our mission is. Our official mission is to remove trash and graffiti from outdoor recreation and wilderness areas, revitalize natural areas through reforestation projects, and to enrich the lives of military veterans and other community members. Oftentimes, servicemen and women go from being a part of an extremely close unit, and then in a blink of an eye, their circumstances change and they find themselves back home without their unit, and it can be extremely lonely. So what we do is we provide a community for the veterans where they return home and we provide them with opportunities to reduce their stress, reduce anxiety, reduce and improve their overall well-being. It's mentally and physically rewarding to accomplish these restorations and at the same time grow their veteran community through social activities on our team and through our volunteer events. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. That goes right back to like the community part that, that I mentioned that just... It's me right. Yeah, I'm- <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I, I love how organizations can start by just a thought and then it goes into action and then so many things kind of fall into place. Like it's like, a, I don't know, a, a snowball rolling down a mountain, you know, mm-hmm. it just gets bigger and bigger and filled with ideas until you're you're planting over 10,000 trees by the Salt River. Right, and especially when it starts with something you think of, oh, well, I've seen a lot of trash on the trails lately, and then it goes into having that community and planting those trees and making that bigger and bigger difference, like you said, with the bigger snowball. Right, and how long have you guys been doing this? Uh, You probably said it in there, but how how many years have you guys been picking up trash and stuff? So we're coming up next month on our six-year anniversary. We officially started in March of 2015, And we just want to give a shout out to the Arizona Trail Association. They were our nonprofit fiscal sponsor for our first 32 months of operation and really helped us get a stable footing, our foot in the door, and really let us hit the ground running so that we could then move on and become our own nonprofit. Um, We also uh, shout out to Arizona State Parks because through the OHV funds and the grants that they manage, in 2017, that was when we were first officially able to start bringing on military veterans and we launched our dedicated restoration team. Prior to that, we were just solely focused on volunteer events and getting the community out to come out and help us and and build up our organization enough to where we could bring veterans out and have contract work for them on our team. That is so cool. I think that's something that a lot of people don't know about Arizona State Parks is that we do offer those grants and that they can make Mm -hmm. a huge difference. You know, even if there's not an organization that State Parks is, you know, putting together and having volunteers for, 
we're still supporting that community and, um, you know, kind of handing it over to people like you who have those amazing ideas and can run with it. Right. You need a nonprofit and uh, a good idea and you can really a start. A whole lot of heart. Yeah. And then start <laughs> taking advantage of these these grant funds. I mean, it's, they're not just for government agencies or, or tribes, you know, they're for everybody, mm-hmm. you know, as long as you want to make a difference in the state and uh, can explain in detail how you're going to do that, <laughs> you know, so. I was just going to say what's really neat is we on the OHV fund grants that are administered by Arizona State Parks. We are out there in the OHV community running into people. They're coming up to us while we're cleaning and they're like, oh, this is what part of my OHV tag goes to. I am so happy to see you guys out here working on our behalf. And that just makes us so happy because that's really the heart of, aside from veterans, the heart of our organization is to keep these areas clean and open for everyone to enjoy, especially right now when outdoor recreation is just booming. We want to make sure that we're recreating responsibly, keeping the areas clean so that no one ever talks about land closure. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of the fastest growing segments of outdoor recreation is the OHV community. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they're they're a pretty tight knit group and it's just growing exponentially because people are realizing how much fun it is to get out there and stuff. And the more of them that know what we're doing and what you're doing to help keep these places open, the better. And I really appreciate you guys getting out there and doing it. Definitely. Thank you. Hey, everybody. We're going to take a quick break from the show to talk about something that might help some of you enjoy Arizona State Parks even more. That's right, Randy. I think the listeners might appreciate some real talk about cabin and campground experiences in the parks and how staying overnight can enhance their experiences. Great idea, because you know, Neil and I have had a chance to experience a lot of the parks and have a ton of memorable stories about each of them. It's just so convenient to wake up and start exploring right from your cabin or the campground. No drive, no racing the sunrise, just wake up and you're already there. If you like watching birds or wildlife, there's no better time than the morning to see them in action. I love being able to hit the trail early and see deer and birds just doing their thing. And since I'm already there, I don't have to wake up super early to get there. You know, some people just like to wake up and enjoy the sunrise with a cup of coffee before enjoying the park. And that's okay too. I think we all deserve a relaxing morning once in a while. State park cabins or campgrounds are such a great place to relax too. Right. Or you can have the best of both worlds. Oh, great. Are you going to talk about fishing? Of course I am. Fishing is relaxation and adventure all wrapped up in one amazing package. And when you wake up in a cabin or campsite, you're already near the lake and can take advantage of the best fishing time when the fish are active. So you're telling them if they stay in one of our campgrounds or in a cabin, they're going to catch more fish? Well, kind of, I guess. Well, regardless of how you want to enjoy a park experience, if you spend the night, you will open up your options. To learn more about our cabins and campsites, go to azstateparks.com reserve and book your future memories. Man, now I want to go fishing. So you guys are pretty widely volunteer based. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the people that kind of join in on these cleanups and the kind of work they can do and maybe a little bit about what they might be able to do if they volunteer with you? That was a long running sentence, but there it is. (laughs) I got, I found it. I found it eventually. 
Well, we have had such an amazing time with our volunteer community. We've really proven that you can do a lot with a little and you can do a lot with a big number of people. Um, just to give you an example, our very first volunteer cleanup in June of 2015 was up on the Coconino National Forest. And we had 10 volunteers, and that included myself and my husband, Justin. And the 10 of us, by hand, removed over five tons of trash. That's over 10,000 pounds of trash. Oh, my God. And wow. <laughs> pretty easy with our, our small team. And, and we've proven that with our five-member dedicated restoration team, that you can do a lot with a little uh, small group with a big heart. And then with our volunteer event, um, like I said, we've had them as small as 10, and we've had them as big as over 500 volunteers coming out to the Lower Salt River to join us. Um, what we think is really special about our organization is that we provide volunteer opportunities for everyone. We're all-inclusive. We encourage youth volunteers to come out. We think it's a great opportunity for them to come out with a parent, guardian, or an adult group leader. Um, we have like Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. Um, we just have a really wide variety of volunteers that come out with us. And it's been neat to see people become friends. They start signing up for our events together. Um, it's been unfortunate the last year with the social distancing and ga um, public gathering restrictions. We haven't been able to host as many volunteer events as we'd like, but we're just grateful for the first time in almost a year to get back out there with our volunteers. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love that there's opportunities out there for people to go out and you know, help Arizona, help you do what you're doing? Um, one thing that we really take pride in is to be able to get youth who don't necessarily always have an opportunity to go out and explore nature. We want them to have an opportunity to get out of the city and get into nature and kind of build a love of nature, a love of stewardship and just protecting what we have in this state. And one of the groups that we love to work with is a high school group in, in Glendale called Glendale, Glendale Conservation Society. And it's an awesome group of high school kids that have come to so many of our volunteer events. But what was particularly kind of a, an aha moment for us and, and our commitment to getting youth outdoors is we were hosting a cleanup back in 2017 along the Arizona Trail in Flagstaff group from Glendale Conservation Society came up to volunteer with us. And maybe midway through the cleanup, my husband, Justin, walked by some of the volunteers just to ask them how it's going. And one of them said to him, I have never seen a pine tree before in my life. This is pretty cool. And it, yeah. Yeah. it just stopped Justin in his tracks. And he was like, let's set down the trash and let's just go for a walk and explore and take it all in. And so when he told me that it just really hit home with me and I was like, we have to make sure that we're continuing to provide opportunities for youth to get outdoors and explore our state. They can end up becoming our next forest service rangers, things like that. I think sometimes our youth don't realize that there are job opportunities in the outdoors and ways that they can move into a career protecting our land. A, a huge takeaway for me from that story is uh, Justin taking it upon himself to be an advocate for uh, the outdoors and to be to introduce somebody to th these amazing things outside that 
they've never been exposed to before. Because I mean, that that could really start people on a path of uh, an, an amazing journey for them. And that that's really cool. Yeah. And when you hear, I mean, so many kids, even my own nephew, my brother tells me trying to get him away from video games is, is pretty difficult. And so it means the world to us when we see 10 year olds running around picking up trash and they're excited and they're smiling and know that they're making a difference and their parents tell us that they had a great time and want to go back or we'll be hosting a cleanup at the Lower Salt River and someone will come up to me and say, I've lived in the five years and this is the first time I've been down to the Salt River. I'm going to get my friends and family and we're going to come down here and enjoy this. And that just means so much to us that we're able to expose people to these wonderful places in our state. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think um, you talked a little bit about the community and people making friends to come back. There's so mm-hmm. much that there's so much that me and Neil have talked about with a lot of different interviews on this podcast is like finding that community in a shared love of the outdoors. And for you guys to be able to foster that and advocate for it and make a difference while you're doing it. There's just so many positives to this organization and these cleanups that you do. It just gives me shivers. (laughs) No, it's awesome. And I I think I already said this, but we need organizations like this. I mean, uh, agencies can't do everything. You know, we need involvement. Nobody can do everything. No, no, we need outside involvement, uh, nonprofit groups, the general public. Uh, everyone uses this amazing state and we want people to be able to use it for a long time. Yeah, definitely. So kind of going off of that, can you talk a little bit about what people can do kind of in their own neighborhoods if they can't, if they can't join a cleanup, um, you know, with COVID, a lot of those things have been on hold. What can they do in their own neighborhoods? There are so many opportunities just to do something neighborhood at your local park um if you've got some gloves trash bag maybe some grabbers and you can just hit the ground running with your uh sneakers get out there if there's oftentimes we go out to walk our dog and i'll just bring a bag and some gloves with me because we always will see a plastic bottle a wrapper something like that um, we just ask that you be mindful of what you're picking up and know what it is before you grab it, just to be on the safe side. Um, but yeah, there's lots of opportunities. We'll hopefully be posting more volunteer events um, as we go through the year. A lot of them, we anticipate they'll be smaller than we've done in the past. So we appreciate everybody just being patient with us as we kind of navigate the new volunteer a new way of volunteer events. Um, but you can always go to our website, which is naturalrestorations.org. Um, below our main homepage picture, we have a button where you can click on the event calendar or you can join our volunteer email list so you never miss out on an event announced. Awesome. How else can they support you? Um, there's a lot of great ways to support us if you can't make it out to a volunteer event. You can donate um, our website, again, naturalrestorations.org. If you do uh, naturalrestorations.org forward slash donate, we have a donate button there. It takes you to PayPal. You don't have to have a PayPal account to donate. Um, it's got our mailing address on there. It also has information on how you can donate an old car, truck, or RV. And then some ways that you can donate to us without spending any of your money 
is by signing up for the Fries Community Rewards Program. They donate a percentage to us every time you swipe your Fries card, or you can sign up for Amazon Smile. They give us a percentage as well. So those are some other great ways. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, oftentimes, there'll be fundraisers on those pages. We have a lot of wonderful um, volunteers that do Facebook birthday fundraisers for us. So that's another great way uh, to do that. Another way you can support us is if you're out driving around or hiking and you come across traps graffiti to, if you have a chance, take some photos, maybe a GPS tag and some information and go to our website and click on our location reporting button and tell us where uh, that can help us out because we'd rather spend our time removing the trash or graffiti than driving around trying to find it. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. That goes right back to like the community part that, that I mentioned that just hits me right. Yeah, I'm <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I agree. And I think that, uh, you know, the, we, this is the beginning of a, a really nice relationship because I can see uh, maybe some cleanups in parks in the future after, you know, things with COVID kind of lightens up a bit. Oh, yeah. and Because I definitely want to get involved and do, do at least one cleanup. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should definitely plan on getting together eventually and, uh, you know, helping out. Yeah, that would be awesome. Love to meet you both in person, and um, it'd be great to. I and thank you, Randy, for. Um, I think sometimes when we post stuff on our Instagram page, you'll ask if you can share it, and so we love um, that you guys help promote what we're doing. Thank you. Oh yes, we love we love what you're doing, so we want more people to know about it. <laughs> yep. So everybody, click on the links in the show notes. Learn more about this awesome nonprofit, and you know, do your part to keep Arizona beautiful. Hey guys, thanks for listening today. And uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, uh, we'd like to talk with you more. Yeah, definitely. So we have a really cool group on Facebook that you can join. It's called Explore AZ State Parks. And we talk about hikes. We're Me and Neil are in there on our personal accounts talking to people and giving tips and all that good stuff. There's um, a lot of cool stuff on there. Definitely. And um, there's a few other things you can do too to help us out. Well, you can subscribe to the podcast. Oh, yeah. If you like the episode, you definitely want to make sure that you know when the next one's coming out. You could probably share it with your friends. Share it with your friends. And I would even go so far as to ask them for a review, Neil. Yeah, I think that, that that's a good point, Randy. We'd love for you to review our podcast. Yeah. So there's like this little button where there's like five stars. We'd love to see five stars on there. That'd be great. Thanks we- again, guys. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks.